There you go. Thank you, brother. We needed that. I'm freaking frosty right now, but I'm ready for party. <clears throat> ready for party? What have we been? What have you been doing the last hour? That's why I do. I've got a show. I'm missing breaks right now. Like fucking this number one show is missing breaks over there because I'm in here fucking party, you know, with you guys. <laughs> Nobody cares, bro. No, hey, more music, more music, less talk, right? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Big Coy here, the number one afternoon drive in Honolulu. What's a podcast? <laughs> I want to take a moment before we do the podcast. I want to talk about my new favorite thing. Okay. This, this flask cap. Oh, yeah. This is the coolest yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were showing me that the other day. This is the coolest thing. I saw this. It was advertised to me on Instagram, and I thought, I need this in my life. So I bought two. I bought one for me and my wife. It's essentially a discreet way to keep your alcohol with you. When you're doing everyday things. But it's not a flask. No. It, it goes on to like your hydro flask, whatever. Yeah. whatever. So your hydro flask tumbler or your Yeti tumblers, everybody's got one yeah, now, yeah. right? Whatever it is, you're drinking your water in all day long. Yeah. So you go to the beach, you're not. it's really bad form to go to the beach with like liquor visible. Is you know? it though? You can't go out there and start pouring Tito's on the beach into your glass because then you're totally... Sure bit. would be great if I could though. But you can't. But you can now with the flask cap because this is cool. It's a cap that discreetly holds five ounces of liquor in the lid and you just put it on any one of your existing tumblers and so you'll grab the tumbler, you fill it with ice, you put Coca-Cola in it and everybody sees you putting Coca-Cola in it, and that's it. And they're like, oh, I'm look, only drinking Coke. I'm, just drinking I'm only Coke. drinking Coke. Nothing to see here. Move along. Right? And then you put the lid on, and there's a button on top of the lid, and you just push it. It dispenses an ounce of your favorite liquor into your Coke. Oh, my goodness. So now I've got a Jack and Coke. I can push the button all five times, you though, if I want, Absolutely. Right? You lush. You can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, now we're getting somewhere. It's great. It has made beach time so much more fun for me. It works really well, too. It's really well made. It's made in the USA. In fact, they, they made it. A couple of, of, uh, of hipsters in Montana made this thing. And they're selling it now on the internets, and it's fantastic. It's called Flaskap. F-L-A-S-K-A-P. Flask cap. And it holds five ounces of liquor. What more do you want? I mean, I, I need this in my life is what I need. I could, be, I could be drinking this right now as we speak. If you want one, we are going to give you one. What? At the end I of this one. episode. Listen, at the end of this episode, we're going to tell you how you can win your very own flask cap and make your life five ounces cooler. <laughs>
Welcome to the Maleco and Flash podcast. It is Wednesday, August 1st, Woo! and we are ready for a great show for you today. We've got a musical guest in studio. I'm Maleco. Hey, and I'm Flash. And uh, today's show is packed full of fun yeah, and entertainment. Woo! We're bringing back so one of our favorite bartenders, and I'm bringing back an old friend of mine, uh, a new friend of Flash here. He's the founder and lead oh singer. Oh, my God. Really? Uh, you shut your to... face. <laughs> I'm talking. Oh, wow. Okay. He's the founder. I see how it's going to be. The big boys are talking here. He's the founder and lead singer of National <laughs> Product. He's a featured vocalist of Pennywise. He's the founder of the largest tax tattoo expo in the country. What? Uh, and it's the third largest in the world, by the way. And I think it's only like a few years old, too, yeah, which is yeah. amazing. At the Pacific Ink and Art Expo, which, by the way, happens to be this weekend at the Blaze. What now, a ladies and gentlemen, Danny Kessler is Danny! here. Yo! What's up, guys? Really uh, happy to be here. Thank you for inviting Woo! me. We're stoked to have you here, man. This is uh, this is one of the you're one of the names that we had down on our list of must have guests right oh, from the inception of this podcast. So that's really sweet of you guys. Glad we finally got you. He's on. lying. We're not that organized. Just let me know when you guys want the reach around, and I'll be right there. <laughs> uh, now, that's, please. That's, that's his department. Now, right please. There. <laughs> there you go. Where's Will Chen? <laughs> As we do on every podcast here, uh, we do uh, a word of the day. It's a drinking yeah. game for our friends at home, uh, and uh, all we got to do is come up with a word, and whenever we say the word, we party Pee Wee Herman style. All right. Well, since my buddy uh, Lyle doesn't drink, um, let's. The word is Lyle. <laughs> the word is Lyle. Lyle. Right. Lyle. You don't drink. You s- get leave. Yeah, leave the right. studio. <laughs> what means this? Lyle's Lyle's actually uh, the guitar player, the second guitar player of the new thing that we're starting, and we'll play a song of today. But yeah, he's here, and so gotta Lyle. make sure you know. Lyle, you would have been first guitar player. I know. But you don't drink. <laughs> Weird how that works. <laughs> All right, so every time you hear the word Lyle today, you got to drink. Uh, if you're driving, make sure you pull over. You don't want to spill it. And uh, we'll just <laughs> go from there. Oh. I'd rather see a church burn. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, we'll start off right off the bat. Um, the, the show's happening this weekend, uh, Pacific Inc. and Art Expo. How many years now is it? So uh, this is our seventh year. Yeah, it's really crazy. Seventh year. It's it's a baby in terms of national or global expos, and yet it has become this worldwide phenomenon. It's a beast. Yeah, it's, it's a beast. It's a baby in the sense of a tattoo uh, festival and expo, even though we're a little more than that. And then it, at the same time, it's um, it's old as hell for a business because most businesses fail within the first one two years. You know, yeah. so um, it's really incredible that we've made it this far. It is. I remember you had some struggles off at the very beginning. Yeah. A lot of people saying, why Hawaii? It won't work. I mean, there was a lot of people yeah. who, really? were, who were saying no oh, yeah. to you from really? the start. Yeah. There was a couple of tattoo shops that were completely against us for um, their own personal reasons. Um, and I, I don't... I, Hater in the house. You know, I just try and be uh, Switzerland. I, I don't try and... Uh, you know, I sent flowers to those guys. Um, wow. And wow. A lot of is them, that some sort of passive aggressive F you? <laughs> You know, I, I've always Stink been a, flowers a fan or of, uh, you know, honey and uh, catching the bees with honey. And so um, just it's of my nature not to be spiteful or mean. Um, and so some of these people we've become really close friends with now. Um, and I think it just, like anything, it just takes a little bit of communication being face-to-face and uh, and having two people look each other in the eye and, uh, and, and say, also, I love you. And also being the largest tattoo expo in the country, <clears throat> they have no choice but to be friends with you. Yeah, at this point, right? Well, you know, um, I don't say that we're that, but other people do say we're that. And, I'll um, say it. 
Flash, that's why Flash is here. <laughs> yeah. Just so he can say the things you can't say. So. Uh, yeah, well, I appreciate that. I wish you could be in my normal life so when I'm talking to my wife, I could be like, Flash, and then you can say the things I'm feeling so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> uh, no, I met your wife. I don't want to do that. It's a big no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I think um, having something like what we have, um, it, at the end of the day, it is beneficial for everyone. Um, we want to be inclusive of everyone, and we are. So if you don't want to be a part of what we're doing, then that's that's on you man because other than that we're here to have a good time and we don't there's no ego involved it's just let's all have a good time let's make money and let's uh create an experience and it is an experience uh, you, you're drawing in uh, world famous artists people are calling you banging on your door to get to join the party from around the world yeah uh, and why not it's I, in hawaii i mean if you could have a tattoo expo in phoenix and uh it's not as cool i just got a text from one of the biggest um he became my business partner recently for um tattoo supplies here at medical and tattoo supplies and his exact text on my way here was it says Danny there's about 30 or 40 famous artists that want to attend your show um, I just got a call from Asia China and Thailand where there's some really incredible talent out there that like people have no idea about but these guys are incredibly famous those are all my porn searches I'm very familiar <laughs> <laughs> pornhub.com <laughs> and, uh, and, and you know here's the cool thing is like our show has gotten to a point where a lot of other shows pay a lot of money to bring talent in and uh, we've gotten to the point, and I think it's because I also come from the entertainment world, and I know what it's like to feel catered to, but I also know what it's like to feel shit on. Um, I can say that, right? I, no, mm, but we'll I, edit it. I also know what it's like to feel pooped on. And so uh, with that said, um, you know, like from the very beginning, um, I kind of had this policy, like, you got to be cool. You can't be a dick because this is Hawaii. Nobody really cares who you are, whether you're famous or not. And, you know, if you come into that show with that kind of uh, mentality, then we'll never invite you back. Mm -hmm. And we don't care. Um, and so because of that, it's created this culture around a lot of our, quote unquote, celebrity artists and these guys that are super famous on the Internet. Maybe they're not TV stars, but they have like a million followers. They pay for their own way. They pay for their own hotel. What? They're gracious um, because they know that we've created this culture within our event that you are a human. I'm a human. Let's treat each other with respect. And if we do that, we can have a great event, and this thing can go for 15, 20 years. But if we try and overcomplicate the simplicity of what we're doing, it's, it's not going to be worth it. And to me, um, I'm only doing this because I love it. So everything else at this point is like, if I don't love it, I'm not going to do it. Well, you come from an entertainment background, yeah. and you, you mentioned that. Let's talk about national product. Sure. Let's talk about uh, being, well played, a, rock, being well a rock star, being somebody who it was catered to, who had a, a, a tour. Not anymore. You were, you were touring. It was the, catered to. Now, wow. Now I have what a daughter. A dick. Now I have a daughter, well, now and you I'm, cater I'm to your wiping daughter. poop every day. I'm getting barfed on and on. So, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, hey, it's like I'm back in the beginning of the band. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's talk more about the band and the tour in just a second here. Sure. But first, Flash has an introduction to make. We've been talking this whole time, and I'm parched. I'm a little thirsty. Yeah. What is the name of this desert, Johnny? We had a Johnny is one of our. He isn't our first return bartender. I think he, Johnny's our second return bartender. So this is quite the honor to be allowed back on the podcast to serve us alcohol, Johnny. Johnny from Encore Saloon. Appreciate this. Thanks, Lesh. I, I appreciate it greatly. We had a we had Johnny on a was our surprise bartender for Will Chen because mm -hmm. uh, Will has a huge crush on Johnny. Huge crush. So I didn't tell Will when he was our guest. Will from uh, Fresh Box Hawaii, who the bartender was. And surprise. Yeah. I think he enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, well, we're glad to have you back. No one will be uh, uh, sexually assaulting you today, though. I'm sorry. Uh, well, until I, the tequila hits. So. I don't know. I, I've seen Danny look over a few times. <laughs> it's and, possible. You know. well, he, <laughs> he's kind of looking like the young version, the good-looking version of Bam Margera with a mixture of, like, uh, <laughs> one, one of those famous actors that I can't pin my name on. So I'm... I, I, Oh, yeah, yeah, the dude from Princess Bride. Oh, it kind of does look like him. <laughs> See? I love it. I love Which it. Which dude from Princess Bride? Inigo Montoya. Or what is it? Inigo Montoya. My name oh, is Inigo Montoya. The dude from Homeland. All right, oh, well, wow. Johnny. Right on cue, Johnny. Good for you. <laughs> He's heard that this maybe one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Johnny, what are we drinking today? Uh, we're doing one of Flash's favorites. It's called the Maximilian Affair uh, Classic Cocktail, Mezcal, uh, Vermouth, uh, St. Germain, and Lemon Juice. Is this the cocktail I had with uh, Mo and Will the other day? Indeed it is. All right. All right, so, before we do that, though, we got tequila shots. So there's less tail, more cock in this drink. And, uh, hey, hey, now. That's, that's the way Flash clink, likes it. Clink, clink. So. We're, we're drinking with plastic clink, solo yeah. clips. Clink, 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 so, clink. Insert your own sound effects Lyle. at home. Google. Yeah, Lyle. Delish. Oh, that is that is definitely tequila. Woo. Don't forget, we actually drink on the podcast. If you go to our social media at Flashy808 and at DJ Maleko, you will see that we are indeed all drinking, and we want you to drink at home. That is so warm and fuzzy. Yeah, this is for real tequila, guys. This is not fake uh, podcast uh, water drinks. This is real no. tequila. I'm on my second shot, oh. and I have things to do today. I'm looking at you. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at you across the table there, Danny, and I'm remembering our times backstage at Pipeline Cafe. Oh, man. Good times. Good really, times. really good times. They get That's blurry when T from there. was running it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah gosh. Whatever happened well, to that guy? The Jackson chameleon on his shoulder was actually in charge. <laughs> yeah, yeah T was just the front. He, he was, was like, the one who spoke to him. T, do this. Bring girls up into your weird little loft. <laughs> and it worked. So strange. Yeah. I ended up being one of those girls up in his loft. Yeah. Well, he, well, he was like, can I paint you? And I was like, yes, paint me, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> So when national product broke onto the mainstream, playing them on Star, playing them on radio stations across heavy the country, heavy rotation on Star, heavy rotation, many people didn't even realize that it was a bunch of boys from Kailua that were in the band. I mean, yeah, you guys were were touring. You were part of the Vans Warp tour. Yeah, we toured the world. We got to see a lot of really cool things and uh, be a part of really amazing stuff. We broke Billboard, um, Heat Seekers chart. I think we landed like number sixteen, and. Um, yeah, we got to do a lot of really cool things. It was a, an unreal run. And part of uh, the way that it unfortunately ended, which was God's plan, universe's plan, tequila's plan, whatever you want to call it, was, yeah. uh, you know, our drummer, one of our best friends, ended up getting a brain tumor. And um, Jesus, we're in the middle of a Way a to large, bring the house down, Danny. Uh, sorry, guys, but, you know, if we're going to be real. Um, but, yeah, you know, so we ended up driving across country. Um, we had a, a guy... Um, you know, uh, help and fill in for some of the stuff. But, you know, unfortunately, it was like uh, the label gave us a choice and it was like, you know, we can replace him. And we were like, no way, dude. I was on my way to see Rise Against play at the Pipeline Cafe when he called me and was like, guys, like, it's it's bad. Like, I've got a brain tumor and, and we got to figure it out. <clears throat> and so the long story short about everything is that, you know, um, I think loyalty is important and yeah, business needs to, to happen. But at the same time, like I couldn't, um, justify being out on the road and touring while my buddy is like going through what he was going through. So, uh, we just kind of went on a hiatus and, uh, we've been talking about recording another record. Um, he's good now. And so, um, 
You know, we talk about it all the time. Uh, he, we played my wedding. It was super fun. We kept it really discreet. We played board riders, and it was awesome. That's it was awesome. just like, because that's one of the places we first played when we were starting off, and we thought this would be really cool, you know, just to kind of get everybody together and have a little fun. So, Do you remember your big break? What, what was it that finally broke the band? I don't think there was. Was it getting played in, in Maleko's room on Star Wars? Well, oh, oh, yeah, that's so, definitely that it. <laughs> was that the pivotal moment? I, I mean, you know, I'll be honest and not because you're right in front of me, but the reality is that it wasn't don't, specifically. Don't say it. it don't was, say it. Well, say it. Say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> it, it you know, it was, a culmi- it was really a culmination of things. So um, when MySpace started, we released the cover of. Um, of Disarmed by Smashing Pumpkins in our own feel. And we were the first unsigned band to break a million plays um, on MySpace. And it became a big thing. We got contacted by Tom. and Shout um, out to Tom. Yeah, Let's what's up, part Tom? Time. Yeah, he does. And uh, he very nice guy, by the way. And so, uh, you know, it that kind of started it. And then when... Um, just really quick, weird things. Like, I, I my we were on our first tour. We weren't signed. My... F- sprint phone fell in a trash can and i ended up in a sprint store waiting for an hour and i was all pissed off and this guy was like hey man um he's like you look like you're in a band can i help you and i'm like yeah this this lady totally like didn't pay any attention to me i've been waiting for an hour and i all i need is swap out my phone guys like i shouldn't have to wait this long turns out that guy was in a band with a major producer who was working with the black eyed peas and but he's um, also working at sprint no, no, no. He he was in a band with the oh, guy. Oh, got it. He was the bass player. Got it. Okay. And so this guy, uh, Ray Brady, and Ray Brady happened to be music director, producer with Black Eyed Peas and and uh, Ashley Simpson and all these big people who happened to be best friends with the guy, Chris uh, Kerbachik, who's one of my close friends from NSYNC. So Chris came, helped us record our demos because he's like... Was he NSYNC's producer? No, Chris was the singer of NSYNC. Oh. So... Um, yeah, Flash wasn't wasn't uh, he was more into Backstreet Boys. Yeah, and, and he looks more like an LFO guy to me. I, you know, um, but the but so it was a culmination of things, man. Like Chris came and uh, and helped us record our record. The record ended up getting into the hands of ANR. ANR signed us. You guys ended up um, being so gracious and playing us. And we were testing power, and I, I don't know how many weeks it was like at number one or whatever it was doing. Yeah. But it tested huge, and that was before anybody knew it was a local band. Yeah, it was just it just the sound was right for the time. Um, yeah. Alternative rock was peaking then. I think it was just all yeah. the, all the music that was coming out was pure and raw, and it was fun. Yeah, it snowballed, and then next thing you know, we're in Japan, and we're in all these different places touring, and uh, we had a fan base, and we had a career, and we had a life, and it was weird. That's awesome. So coming home after uh, success like that, going out on tour, doing uh, the Warp Tour, was it 2005, 2006? Uh, Yeah, the record. So all the the big stuff exploded around 2004, 5, 6. uh, Record dropped in 2007, and that's when everything just kind of caught fire. 2007 was Luna? Luna. Yeah, okay. Which we played a song off of that to open the show. We yeah. did. So now you're you're uh, working on some new projects. Obviously, yeah. you've you've got the tattoo uh, expo this weekend, but you're also you're you're back into music now. Yeah. Uh, Lyle is here. Uh, yeah. Lyle, to, everyone you know. drink. Yeah. Oh, Lyle. So thirsty, Johnny. Yeah. Desert. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're driving, Dave. I I am not going to make be able Lyle to... drive. He's not drinking. That's true. Lyle drove separately because he's smart. Uh, (laughs) Uh, We said Lyle again. You got to keep drinking. Just keep drinking. Uh, What kind of designated driver brings his own car separately? It's not cool. I'm I'm very confused. Not cool, man.
He's an Uber driver secretly is <laughs> what good, it I'm is. Good. So, um, Thank you. uh Go back to the new band, the new project right now. Yes. Tell me about this. So it's really interesting. Um, you know, right after National Product, I created a personal project, which is a solo album. It's called The Rescue. You guys have it. It is unreleased. It's never been released. It's completed. It's done. Um, it sounds really awesome. I'm stoked on it. And Wait, then, this is new, like brand new. This brand is new. new. No one's oh, ever released. heard of it. Um, but and Jamie so, has it? You guys have it, yeah, um, yeah. and then um, it's not. We being have played. it. Is in the podcast has it. Meaning, I yeah, I sent like it right to you now. Guys. It's in oh, my. You guys have it. Yeah. Not Jamie. It's Star One Hundred and One Nine. No, no, no. Ah, uh, exclusive world premiere. <laughs> <laughs> Seven people are going to hear this this new track. It's amazing. Yes, <laughs> I'm, we're getting the band back together. It's going to fly off um, the shelves. Yes. Yeah, so long story short is during that um, it was kind of a cathartic thing. National product went on hiatus. I recorded this solo album. I got to travel all over the place to record it with incredible right. artists. I got, um, we put together this other project called Light Sleeper, which was never meant to be released. It was just a licensing thing. And we're landing commercials left and right for uh -huh. that. That became the second album of this thing. So when I came home, Lyle hit me up and he's like, um, hey dude, he's like, what are you doing? I was like, everything. You know, between, <laughs> uh, you know, being a, a new father running the tattoo expo i'm a little bit in the cannabis industry a lot in the cannabis industry <laughs> like flashes um, yeah and then is that uh, code for you smoke a lot of weed yeah no no i <laughs> i uh i own a, i own a farm and part of a group with the I'm, pharmaceutical um, side i'm, I'm right. heavy into the cannabis industry <laughs> yeah. meaning meaning i'm 500 pounds because i eat pizza and i smoke all day all right, I want to talk about the cannabis industry. Yeah. I want to talk about the new band. But first, I want to hear some music. Yeah, let's so. play a song. Um, you know, it's going to be cool because we've never played this for anyone, and I never, ever play. There's Actually, usually always a guitar player, and what? I just sing. So this is going to be weird. It's I'm amazing. totally in a mess. Johnny, this more tequila shots. Pronto. <laughs> yes. Lyle, do the one thing you're here for. <laughs> All right, this song is called uh, Giant Killer. We don't have a band name yet, which is kind of rad because <laughs> we're just figuring it out. We've never played this song for anyone, and I usually never play, so uh, this is kind of fun. And if I mess it up, I apologize loud. Wow. Don't suck. <laughs> okay, ready? ready? One, two, three, go. Clouds. 
Awesome. Yeah. What was that one called? Uh, Giant Killer. That was great, man. Thanks, man. As soon as you get a band name, that song is, is Maybe ready. the name of the band is band name. Band. <laughs> music band. Music, music band, guysinband.com. <laughs> that was a tequila burp. I just had is that a, what that is? Yeah, I just really So you don't it. have a band it's name. Like a growl. No, there's no band name, man, um, because we just kind of started doing this. I actually, when I came home, the funny, oh, is it, yeah, it stinks. Pretty stinky. You know what, dude? On tour, I've smelled your farts, so uh, this is payback. Um, but, you know, uh, what's really interesting is, like, uh, I was hoping to come home and be in a cover band. Like, What, I, what I, kind of covers? I don't know. I told my wife, I said, you know, like, after doing, like, you know, the original thing, I was like, it would be so cool to come home and just be that dude that plays, like, you know, some random bar, like, in Waikiki, if just could, doing what covers. What kind of covers would you want to play? I would definitely do hair metal. I would do, like, 80s hair metal. Like, like uh, what's the name of the band? The Skid big, Row. I would do the, Motley the big, Crue. Um, like Def Leppard. No, the oh, big metal Def band, uh, cover band out of L.A. Oh, yeah. They're massive. Of Steel uh, Panther. Steel Panther. They used to be called, dude, like, Dragon it. something. Yeah. But they had to change their name. But yeah. those guys are awesome, dude. No, they make, I mean, they make real, like, national, original national talent money. They're millionaires, We looked into guys. getting 
getting them for BAMP, and it was like, oh, it's like that expensive. Guys, like, they're millionaires. I've, yeah. I've met them. Really? And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are like two they of smash them. smash it. Two of them. I, one's a scientist. The other is a teacher, and they, they were making like 20 grand a night. Yeah. And now Corporate I don't, even, gigs I don't even, more. even know what they make now. It's crazy. That's, that's wild. I, I, cover band. If you said you were going to go see a, a, a hair metal band cover band, I'd be like, meh, I'm busy. Yeah. Netflix. Yep. You know, but they're, they're but, the next level, dude. Yeah, you're old and lame. You don't get it. <laughs> I mean, and you're married, so you know. And it's there's like, the other, uh, yeah. the other, the other '80s um, cover band out of LA, the Spasmatics. Also oh, yeah. smashing. They do like all the other, like kind of like the non '80s yeah. hair metal, like the the yeah. retro, the Duran Duran, and. Well, maybe, maybe we'll get you to play some of that before before we're done with the podcast. Get you, we'll, yeah, get your, we'll get a stylist we'll in here. Karaoke. Proof oh, up your hair. Call the stylist. Lyle! I, ha- I haven't been manscaping. Johnny, Johnny from Encore already has the hair for it. He like Johnny's does. hair is already just like yeah. ready to He's go. Got this flock of seagulls going on right now. It's amazing. Yeah, I haven't been manscaping, so we could do That's a what double hair That's what that kind of that kind of 80s, yeah. That's awesome. I think I'm good, bro. <laughs> 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 hmm. Some rock star this guy is. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I expected so much more from you. You guys. know what? Catch me after the show, and we can we can go. It's, you know, it the, it's Hell Week for you. So I the, get it. the last Life time I uh, I went to the Republic, I uh, I don't remember that night. I don't remember getting Good home. Times, I just buddy. remember there was barf all over my van. Oh, and you not know the, yours, I hope. So my buddy from All Time Low, um, everyone knows them. They're like a pop punk band, kind of like Blink. Yeah. He uh, homeboy, he, the bass player, lives Zach. on the North Shore. No, no, he moved to. He bought a house in Mono Willie. Oh, so, update, dude! Attention, all all time low stalkers. Uh, he, he now he lives, lives in, in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, go look for him in the jungle in Mono Willie. Uh, but yeah, no, he uh, he was there that night, and we I don't Wait. we ended up at Creekside and Kailua till four in the morning. Ooh. Was this the last time All Time Low played? Um, no, no, we are actually watching Rise Against. Uh, oh, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. recently played, and we we're just kind of hanging out watching yeah. the band play. TFTI. Yeah. yeah, Creekside. By the way, for the uh, for the listeners at home, is a uh, a bar. Seats about twenty. Holds about fifty. So come on and bring your jukebox money. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but the 20. average <laughs> size of the person that goes in there it seats about ten. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Lots of lots of motorcycle parking out front. Yes. Yeah. You know, if you're looking to. Uh, Get in a fight or, you know, yeah. fight yourself. I've done that That's many it. a times. I highly bar. recommend you go in there and you uh, you order a mulled wine, you know, heavy on the cinnamon and light on the spice. Yeah, Maleko, yeah. Right. see how that turns out. What is yeah. it like when you specifically walk into this bar? Me specific? I go, yeah. I go in next door to the little, uh, That's what little, I thought. little cafe. That's what I thought. That's it. <laughs> he, he, yeah, the, you know, the cafe next door has good food. Times Bakery, right? Yeah, Times yeah. Bakery. It's a yeah. hidden gem of Kailua. Indeed. Not anymore. Now there's tour buses. No, I'm just kidding. Really? Is it no, part there's, of the pancake there's not, circuit? There's not. It's not. Damn it. Thank God it's not, dude. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, can we talk about Can we talk about Kailua? We can talk. Is, yeah, is we can talk about everything. What I, if, I don't know. I mean, you're, anything you're super, is on the table. You're super, like... He is. You may not even know this. I don't think you knew this because it's not in the notes today, Flash. But Danny, you is, can't see my eye roll, is listeners. Is the wizard but, behind yeah. the, uh, the oh yeah the Mike yeah. Lua yeah. Facebook page? Mm, I'm a wizard. I actually specifically <laughs> left that out because I didn't. I didn't know that that's something that I, we we you know. Is it okay yeah. to talk about? Oh yeah, yeah, I, mean, I don't care. So there are really in Hawaii there are like two groups that most people belong to uh, as a source of of daily entertainment. Um, and yeah. they are uh, the Democrats and the no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, they are the, uh, uh, the 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 stolen stuff Hawaii yeah. on uh, Facebook right yeah. and and the Kailua group and this is um, was uh, it my Kailua yeah 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 it's yeah. weird it's um, it's grown into something phenomenal. how did that start 
It started, uh, we weren't, me and my wife, uh, she wasn't my wife at the time, but we were just staying at a cottage in Kailua and we're uh, visiting like we always do. And I was like, man, I really miss home. And uh, I'm surprised there's no like page for the community to reconnect with people. I'd love to know what's going on in town when I'm, you know, back there. And I'm sure it's like any small town, right? Like if you went, you grew up in a small town, you'd love to know what's going on. Oh, you know, this place got tore down or, you know, whatever. Creekside is still Creekside. Now there's two times bakeries. Yeah, exactly. I need updates. Yeah, I need, I need it now. And so we started and it started with like 12 people and it grew into 40,000 people like pretty instantly. And we, our reach is like, 500,000 to a million people a month. It's like crazy because it's no longer a Kailua thing. It's like an everything, everything thing. And people just jump in and Kailua just happened to explode in popularity during that time. You know, it did. Kailua changed dramatically. Mm, crazy. Double edged sword. Yep. Uh, Not too happy about it. No, me neither, yeah. bro. With with I the growth it. of of the community, yeah. all the pancake circuit. We, we, mentioned we could have a whole briefly. podcast just on this one oh, yeah. single topic but you know what i'll say this it's not just kailua it's it's uh it's makaha it's um you know it's yokohamas it's uh it's everywhere on the island right now um haliva a lot of those groups write me and go thank you for i think haliva would be the most yeah the the most obvious comp yeah to what's going Lani, on with, Lani Ka- with like the traffic at yeah. the turtle beach mm-hmm. and yeah. you know the state has basically i mean not to get too crazy but the state has totally sold um, this island and it's these islands out for commercialism and tourism. And they haven't really put the precedence on the people because the people is what makes this island so special. I've traveled all over the world and it doesn't matter how beautiful a place is. If the people suck ass, then the place sucks ass. You want to make sure your people, your residents can still exude that aloha spirit and give people that experience because otherwise all this is going to turn into just like you see Ward Avenue in Kakako. It's just going to turn into Santa Monica. It's just going to turn into this stale, generic, homogenized, like gentrified is the word gentrified feel. You know, it's what Brooklyn's become. Like there's, there's that edginess that you kind of still need, you know, like, Fudge, I don't know if I'm gonna get jumped. Like you, you, know? you like, like you like yeah, the guys yeah. from Creeks. You don't want to yeah. get rid of the Creekside no. you want, vibe. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I. It's like going to a punk show and you see a mosh pit. You're like, I know that I can totally get destroyed in this thing, but I just gotta go and experience it. You want to have an experience. That's what life is about. So if you if you know what to expect, that sucks. Yeah, like that's not real. And I think that's what Kailua has been changed into johnny used to be from chicago is that why you left chicago and came to hawaii is because chicago is all those big fat hollies that are lame <laughs> actually you know he, not he, stereotyping at all he might have made a point about it uh you know i don't know about this feeling i'm gonna get jumped and when i went to creekside that was one of the only bars where i actually felt comfortable in because because of that feeling like in hawaii where board church everywhere in chicago there's a knife worn into all my jeans the imprint of a knife right. in my pocket is that was a legitimate threat. So like, one, once again, that that's why you moved away from Chicago to Hawaii. No, I moved away from Chicago to get, to get out of the bar restaurant industry. Oh, that worked out well for you. <laughs> it, 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 and it's cold as balls. <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. What is it you do again for a living? What What, what do you own again? Um, <clears throat> small, Weird. small, yeah. mezcal bar. We're at, yeah, right. It's a well, Mexican restaurant. After the podcast, we're all going to go home. We're going to get our knives. <laughs> and then we're going to head down to Encore. Yeah. You know, just hopefully stab like, somebody. Yeah, make, just make it feel legit. You know, try yeah. and stick it to the. Yeah, you know, we're like trying a... to keep it authentic. <laughs> yeah. Danny, Danny Kessler what? said he wants. 
wants authenticity. Hey, hey, so what, I'm what sorry, Johnny, but I had to stab you. What Johnny's I didn't not want telling to. you, though, is that <laughs> Chicago during the winter, the bars, they have these long tube-like, they look like what you grow marijuana under. Um, I don't know what you're talking which about. Which is like a hoop and drape about? system. This... You know what I'm talking about in the winter. Um, the bars have these, like, they're... They're heated and they're these tubes because when you wait outside of a line, you can't have people waiting in bone chilling like oh. sub zero temperature. I remember that from when I was in Chicago. They they have yeah. they, they're they're queue lines, but they're like tents. They're little canvas. Well, they, yeah, they just kind of like fabricated tent that's all sided, and they'll have little heaters in there. But yeah, um, yeah I mean in Chicago you get bored as hell. So I show up at the neighborhood uh, Polish bar. Uh, they have packaged goods, so you can have a sixer there and then take a sixer home. And then uh, I'd have food delivered there. It was great. It was Is that six girls? Yeah. What's a sixer? Six, six uh, pack. Uh, six grams uh, of cocaine? Old style. old style. We'll just keep it at that. So it's so six food, grams though. of cocaine then. The pizza in Chicago, it's unreal. Like, oh yeah. my gosh. It's funny you bring up Chicago Giordano's. as we talk oh. about the gentrification oh. of Chicago. We're going to get into it now? Wiener circle. Uh, Let's get into uh, it now. Yeah, dude. First of all, let me say Johnny Howley, Danny, Mexican, local, Mexican. local Howley. But you look Howley. Oh. For the for the for no. the purpose of this, you're white. Foreigner. <laughs> Foreigner. 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 Okay. The the true meaning of the word Howley. I like Danny and Kailua local yeah. boy Howley. Okay. Go on. So, so I'm setting the scene. So I just I just wanna obviously we've we've heard about the the pokey company in Chicago. Poke, but whatever. Well no, he spells it pokey. No, he doesn't put the with, accent with, over it. He has got a little kahako over the E. It's it's no, like I just like I hokey thought, pokey. I thought I looked. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll look while, that up. while Flash catches up, so there's this Aloha Pokey company like the guys in, on the news in Chicago, yeah. and uh, <laughs> he is now telling people in Hawaii to stop using the words Aloha Poke in their business. And this is something that seems like it's ripe for the pickings on a page like My Kailua. Hey, hold yeah. on. He's not just telling him to stop. He has a, a lawyer sending cease and desist letters and saying, we're yeah, going to sue up. you. And so these little mom and pop shops are now having to change all their branding and everything. Like so that. I have an interesting little play in this um, because, you know, my, I have my hands in everything. So in 2012, I trademarked the name The Poke Bowl Grab and Grind because me and my business partner, the one I own the comedy club with, we're going to open a chain all the way from San Diego, we, we are gonna start off a Garnet in Pacific Beach, go all the way up to Seattle. We ended up rerouting that money because you asked about the cannabis thing and you're like, I wanna talk about it. Yeah. So we got a cease and desist from um, Flame Broiler because when they found out that we were going to be in the same uh, building structure as them, they decided, oh, well, we serve Pacific Islander style food in bowls and we wanna now add fish to our bowls so you're now competing with what we're doing and it really blew the wind out of our sales we still have the trademark but um we it, but you it, weren't able to open but i, but I own the pokeball.com is your and, business partner local uh no 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 he's from the mainland but so here's the Ooh. funny thing is he's a major restaurant <laughs> mm. but i grew up here he came out here for the tattoo expo in 2012 and he was like dude um Sorry to make this relationship or this relation, but he goes, he goes, bro, the lines for pokey is crazy. They're selling it by the pound. This is like selling drugs. And I, and I go, yeah, dude. And I asked the lady at Foodland, how much do you guys think you sell a day? She said three to five K a day on the weekends, five to eight. 
And we started doing the numbers, and we're like, we got to open this in the mainland. Yeah. So I have a little experience in this area. But you never opened, or did you? No, we we diverted that money into marijuana, which, okay. by the way, guys, was the best thing I ever did. Sure. Uh, so you actually went from selling something that was comparable to selling drugs to yes. just sell just, drugs. Yeah, just, because just cut that, off the middle, man. That hey, made, go straight hey to now. the money. Hey here's, now. The, here's the thing: I have I have no I have very few employees to deal with. Nobody calling in and yep. saying no. I'm rationalize, sick. rationalize yeah. away. And go on. And there's no uh, food waste. There's no food waste. I, I just got to worry about storms. So here's my feeling. What happened is right after we were about to do that, it exploded. Yeah. And there, a, a place called Sweetfin opened up in L.A. Amazing pokey, by the way. Um, she did like 2.4 million her first year out of a 700 square foot uh, establishment. Wow. Got major corporate funding. Pokey exploded all over the United okay, States. So the the internet version of the story is that this guy is selling aloha. This guy is yes. is, is uh, uh, what's the word? Um, Howley misappropriating, misappropriating, cultural appropriation. Cultural pro- thank you, cultural appropriation. Yes. Misappropriation. This guy's a morning show TV anchor, yeah. by the way. But I, I've been drinking tequila. <laughs> Give me a break. So anyway, so this guy's that's that's the yeah. internet's version of this story. But yeah. but the fact of the matter is, is this guy has a million dollar business in selling poke, and so he's probably four, that interest. four locations. He's, he's yeah. got multi millions. Four locations the, in my, Chicago. My little rant that I was trying to it leads up to this. So the fact that someone who's not from here that has zero ties. That's the problem is like, man, dude, you're making us white boys look freaking bad because you're a donkey. Like you, you come and you try and take the word aloha, which is so sacred in itself. Well, the word aloha shouldn't be on any commercial products. It's, it, but it it's, is. Aloha Airlines. It's, it's not it, you know? Pono to put it on Aloha plane. Show You. It's all not that. Pono yeah. to put it on Show You, to put it on Pepsi. It's not, yeah. it's not Pono to put it on anything. It's, it's anti aloha. I got to call my wife and like tell that. her, uh, Change the name from Aloha Supply Company to. It really should. It really <laughs> no, should kidding. be on something. That's. I mean, if you go back to the origin of the word, if it makes you feel any better, as soon as I got wind of the story, I have a, a, a DM group with all the boys back in Chicago who, um, they all they all rage pretty hard. And hopefully, you'll see another story soon about how <laughs> Aloha Poke Shop Chicago has had uh, feces smeared all over oh, its windows man. and doors. For real? I, I said, can you take care of this until I get back there and do it personally? Wow. Uh, that's how wow. I feel about it. As being a Halloween, having been here long enough, just to see someone try and do that and try and do a what? cease and desist on something they obviously don't understand. Which is the yeah? It is, is that the vibe of like the the of the the typical like person on the ground in Chicago? Their feelings are are they do they side with the people of Hawaii on this? Do they get it? Uh, yeah, I mean, all those boys have been out here. They loved it. I mean, I took them to Nico's. I took them to like plenty of other spots. Uh, Youngs, you know, like just like hey man, this is legit. And they got to see the people. They got to interact. They got to experience it. And I think they, you know, they're smart guys. They've been around all over the world, and they're pretty cultured. And they're like, man, you know, this doesn't fly. They immediately caught wind, and and right. they're the type of guys that would spread word and be like, you know, this this isn't what this is about. We've been to Hawaii. Right. This is this is a lie. Because it's like, imagine if, um, I don't know, I've never, um, I wasn't born and raised in Chicago, and I open a deep dish place. In in Hawaii, yeah. called like the Windy City Deep Dish Pizza Spot, and I I trademark all those words, right? 
It's like I don't think anybody no, cares you? about that. You know, but <laughs> no, but people in Chicago do. They may, but there's not enough people here to care about that. <laughs> That's true. You, you know what it is? Is uh, at the end of the day, because like I used to work for a place called Boston's Pizza. Everyone knows that right. spot. You know. And uh, those guys are like, hey, forget about it. Like straight up Boston- right. Bostonians. They came here and they opened up their place and uh, and gave me one of my first jobs. Like super grateful. I learned a lot of ethic there. I didn't know you were a pizza pirate. I was a that's, pizza pirate. Forget awesome. about it. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Festa and uh, Donna Festa yeah, really Bobby, made some guys, of the best man. Boss, I ever had, dude. Honestly, he took yeah. care of a lot that of That place things. was a lot of fun when it opened. He was up. like, forget. I crashed into this lady's car one day and he goes, and I was like, dude, I can't tell my dad. He's going to kill me. And he goes, give me a number. Forget about it. <laughs> like, I'm not even joking you. He gave me 100 bucks, and he said, go have a good time. I'll figure it out. And I was like, whoa. He gave you money for crashing into someone's car and that, then cleaned up your mess. That's how legit that guy is. That's I swear awesome. to God, if you asked him I thought him I was that, a good boss. I, I swear to God, if you asked him that, yeah. he would be like, yeah. And he'll tell you. He goes... And he, and he might even tell you Danny's the reason why we got salads now. Because <laughs> I was like, hey, bro, we need salads in here, dude. Uh, so uh, he hated putting pineapples on pizza. But the Good, thing, he should. Here's Good. the thing. You got guys on the big island that are from random countries, you know, desecrating sacred spots so they can do their lava tour. You got this donkey from Chicago that's trying to take a, a name from that is exclusive, in my opinion, to these islands, but it is also broadly shared around the world. But I think it, it, he could have gotten away with using the name. It, it's what he did by threatening to sue Hawaiian families yeah. and Hawaiian businesses. That just shows that you are such a piece of crap because yeah. like, there's no need to do that. He also didn't need there's to no trademark need to it. That. It's not like anyone was like threatening and you know incriminating on him having Aloha... No. Poke Company in Chicago. Yeah. Well, just to be fair, the man who started the company is out. Uh, yeah. He's out of the business now. Just there's in a, time. There's a new CEO in the company, and the company's taken a new uh, completely corporate direction. Corporate. Yeah. So it, it's not a guy. It's no longer a, a dude that's doing this. It's a company. It's a corporation. Uh, it's, exact, it's all white dudes, Maleko. It's exactly Must the kind pharma, of- guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pharma bro. Pharma bro sold his Wu-Tang Damn album, Monsanto. and now he's, he's opening a poke bull shop. Monsanto poke, aloha. Yeah. All right. Well, we've, we've talked that subject to death, I <laughs> yep. think, this past week here in Hawaii. Uh, let's go back to being a rock star. Tell me, tell me about- <laughs> Let's get back to fun stuff. Tell me about being on tour with the yeah. band. It had to be some crazy times. I mean, there's times when you go on the band's <sighs> warp tour, it's not yeah. like you're, you're staying the at the Ritz. So you guys are traveling by van. You guys are, are living in some seedy places. You guys are- not just, not just his band, but like all the bands on oh, the yeah. tour, right? right? Like no. you're all on this big, big boat together. It's of- a sweaty, smelly experience of debauchery and alcohol and girls and and sometimes guys. You never know, you know. Yeah, like there's, there's, there's a lot of it's right weird- up Maleko's alley. <laughs> Go on. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So what is the safe word here? Uh, No, but so... uh, There is no safe word. Lyle! 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 Go, go, go. So this is what I'll say is that Warp Tour is not... um, Warp Tour sounds a lot crazier than it is, but it's so structured. Um, You know, you're driving 10 hours a day to the next spot. You really don't have a lot of time. It's the tours that you do abroad 
um, or the small tours that you put together with other bands um, that you go across the country. That's where all the really crazy stuff happens, and we've seen it all, man. Like what? Have you ever missed a tour date because of something crazy that happened yeah, in another yeah. city? Yeah, our bus blew up. and uh, we, What? Yeah, we were in Springfield, Missouri, and our bus blew up, and we had to get another tour bus to come pick us up. Um, and we were stuck in this yard having people deliver us pizza to our bus that was broken down. Like it literally, the engine exploded inside the bus. Oh my God. Uh, wow. And so like, anybody um, hurt? Everybody? No, no, everybody was okay. Oh, we, we caught on fire. Um, in Canada, we were touring with a band a separate called incident. Separate Incident. This was uh touring Edmonton to Calgary and we're going through like, it's, it's like this dinosaur park. It's the biggest one in, in the world. And uh, we were coming down the hill, and um, our axle snapped. Our tire went forward because something, like, it fused. It went forward on fire. We saw our tire Whoa. go Whoa. on fire. It, the, the van dropped. It flew back oh. because of the torque. It went, the rubber hit, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sprang back, yeah. and slammed into our trailer. Everything caught on fire with us in it. Whoa! And we skid off into the side and crashed up against this uh oh my this, god this like median i've never seen dudes run so fast <laughs> dude like i everybody was trying to grab so this when iphones first came out yeah everyone was grabbing their iphones and their laptops they, and then they were running <laughs> it was me and this guy johnny balls he was our tour manager at the time uh, we grabbed our cooler it's gonna be your new nickname johnny balls <laughs> johnny balls <laughs> johnny balls so we grabbed the cooler that was filled with pbr and we, yes! we, Save the PBR. And we threw this onto the, the, the wheel drum and it made the fire more because oil, oil and fire. Oh yeah. Water yeah. And, and, and water and oil. Yeah. And the PBR fused to the brake drum. We're oh, digging no. sand. It was the craziest thing. It made the cover of beer.com. It was like beer <laughs> saves lives. And it was such a cool thing because like. How much did PBR send you after that? Oh, they sh Sponsored. Yeah. I was drinking PBR last night, but um, they didn't send me anything. I wish they did, but it was cool. But so we've had the near death experiences. We've had the weird moms that like brought their daughter that are hoping for a threesome. Whoa. Uh, Wait a minute. Go on. Uh, New Orleans. Let's talk about New Orleans. Well, wealthy mom had a fan that was a daughter and was like, you guys can come stay at the house. And you can just tell. I mean, when you've been doing it long enough, you know exactly what that mom's trying to do. Johnny does, Balls, you know all about that. How does that conversation go? Um, it's just more like moms act more like the 12-year-old. It's a really weird thing, dude. I've, I've seen they are like. Like, uh, like the mom and mean girls. Like they the, was wearing the like the juicy J, yes. like the pink jumpsuit, Ex and it's exactly. like, whoa, milf, calm down. Su super, <laughs> you're fan, not seventeen. Super fan, um, still trying to stay young. There's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Female we, Peter Pan. We lived with Chris from Insync in his mansion, and that was wild. Um, now talk I, about. I, I'm talk married about, now, so is I he the gay one? It. Is he the gay one? Straight one. Well, mm. you're married. Is anyone and, in Insync really straight? But you weren't really. He he was straight enough to walk down. He would. So the sorority girls would come because there's this guy Renell called. You know, remember yeah, yeah. Renell? Yeah. Uh, Renell was our old tour manager and and left us to go be with Chris because obviously I would too. And um, so his job was kind of to coordinate. <laughs> Uh, you know that whole experience, if you will. My wife, wait, I wait, love. Wait, his job was to coordinate the girls. It, it was part of it. So really? I got to make a disclaimer. A, a my wife, wrangler? my wife, I love you. What the story I'm about to tell, I had nothing to do with. Well, okay, wait a minute. Hold on. First of all, wife, he wasn't. He he didn't know you were coming. 
back then, right? First of all, no, let's, no, no. let's be honest. Not even his wife is going to listen to this podcast, so True. go on. Oh, yeah, she is. Spill all the details. My wife is the reason why I brought that um, that really nice T-shirt. Uh, that Oh, here, that's here, right. You're going to get plug. in trouble if you don't wear oh, it. This Tory Richards uh, shirt that's beautiful. Oh. Um, so You look great in it, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, I, it's, yeah you look really, it, it really is, good in it. It is shirt. my lucky shirt. To uh. go on a quick tangent, I've used it at every audition, got every audition, and they're like, hey, could you bring that shirt that you used yeah. in the audition? So, Tory Richards, yeah. I'm trying to get a sponsorship here because I'm turning into dad mode, and aloha well, shirts. Congratulations. Right. Tory Richards so, doesn't listen to the podcast, but you did get the part. Continue. Yes, Chris and Sync. So, <laughs> with that said. Malenko's like, just get back to the story. Let's get Talk back to Talk about the girl. Let's get back to uteruses. Um, mm. Mm. Oh, is that, okay. a, is that an island in Spain? Um, so the long story short is that, you know, we're single, uh, we're young, and, uh, and fairly decent looking. And one of you was in in sync. I, mean, I, I had to hear myself say that yeah. because you know I'm old and fat now. Yeah. So, uh, but one of you was in sync and had a mansion. No, and the so other one. So was nothing named, else matters. And the so other one was named Danny. Nothing else matters. <laughs> so Chris from In Sync, um, he was also single at the time. It was like a really, really, really cool point in our lives. Um, and like I said, he helped record us, uh, record our demo that ended up getting us. You're signed, on a tangent, Danny. That. I know. I'm trying to get to the point that's good. <laughs> tell the good stories, Danny. So, the ones your wife doesn't the, want when, you to tell. When you said, he, you know, aren't they all gay? He was so smooth, dude. He would wait until all of the girls showed up from the sororities from UC Central would Florida. Would you just have a sorority party at, at Let his him house? finish! Bro, it, it was like, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was the wildest ever, and this is not an exaggeration. He would call sororities, and these girls, like 50 to 75, these sorority girls would come down the stairwell. All his windows are tinted, and all the guys were like lions up against the glass watching all of these girls come in. And it was the craziest thing. And because of like even little things like liability, he, they had to take off their shoes. They can't be in heels because they don't want to fall, suit, et cetera. And then were they he, signing um, waivers, um, NDAs? No, no NDAs were signed back then. But they, he had this three-story massive house on a lake, and it was the only – two property uh, massive property in that community and so um, these girls would come down he's got a Hugh Hefner grotto the whole nine and they come <gasps> into I saw his house on cribs did you because I remember the Hugh Hefner grotto part it is oh so my god guys, MTV's cribs that's how old that was guys, it's, yes it's next level oh like. my god and so what he would do is he would usually cruise up and watch the security cams and he'd wait for all the guys to like be like "Ooh, I'm gonna talk to this chick or I'm gonna try and talk to the, these chicks and you know process of elimination or the numbers game and he would just walk down with a hookah you know there'd be a lot of a uh, chronic on top of it and he'd be like hey what ladies which you know which one of you guys want to come up and they'd be like oh yeah and he'd scoop like five and they'd be like all right guys <laughs> and like these are the ones you were talking to and like you can't do anything because you're like staying at his house he's a great guy <laughs> and and like dude if that's gay like he was the gayest dude i knew like he, you know, and we, we were, we were left to pick up the pieces and, uh, you know, I'm not only 45 pieces to choose from. Actually. That's yeah, it. Yeah, 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 45 yeah. pieces slim of bubble gum. It was slim pickings. I'm just saying that the guy was amazing. Wow. So he, and that's the real life story of the, of the bull in the sun on the oh, hill. Oh. And he goes, oh, dude. don't, you want to run down and get one? Or do you want to walk down and get them all? Yes. Bro. That is the actual real life version of that. And he had this gate code. Like you, when, you would come into this gay code. Yes. <laughs> it had like the bottom floor had a recording studio, a movie theater, a massive bar and a, re and a, like a rehearsal studio. 
And that's where people who aren't allowed upstairs are allowed to party. Pool level, grotto, jet skis, the whole nine. Uh-huh. And then there's this steel gate. And it was like, the code is, I still remember it, 7727. And you would have to stick your arm through this gate, go 7727, and it would go... And then you could go up the stairwell, and as you're going up the stairwell, there's the characters of, um, you know, the me, 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 or oh, bye, bye, the, bye. The, 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 oh. the zombies. Yeah. His, he has his, like, with the strings attached, and what? it says no strings attached as you're walking up, and there's, like, Justin Just Timberlake. Just in case, as a girl, you were on the fence. It's, oh, like, dude. the little last push to get you <laughs> yeah. over you're into like, the yes this mode. This is totally the sync guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know what's crazy about those guys? So, um, there's a band called Scary Kids Scaring Kids. They were, a, you, you remember them? One of the guys stole the characters, and and we had to like go through this whole crazy process to get it back. Really? And Chris was like, "Look, guys, you know, like even Bowling for Soup guys, uh, they came. The singer, he kept being like, "Hey, dude, how did you like get in with Chris and stuff?" And I was like, "Ah, he's just a homie." And he's like, "Dude, you got to introduce me. Like, I want to be this guy's friend. It's really weird, dude." Yeah. And then um, there it's was like when people, you know, talk to Maleko about me. Same yeah. thing. They're like, "Hey, how do I like get in Flash's pants?" <laughs> it's like, it's You're easy. like, "Well, you, you know just... why they call him Flash, right? He's real quick." It's <laughs> <laughs> <And> so <laughs> Lyle, Lyle. <laughs> but that guy. Uh, so Chris comes and he goes, "Hey, guys." There's a whole, there's tens of thousands of dollars worth of alcohol here. And he goes, the only thing you guys can't touch is that bottle. Just don't touch that bottle. That bottle went missing that night, and we all believe that the guys from Bowling for Soup stole it. Are you Obviously. kidding? I'm not even. That is Because crazy. it was so weird, dude. We had, like, here's the stripper pole that comes out of the movie theater, comes down, and, Jeez. and there's, this like. This is Flash's, like, other life, by the way. This yeah, is in my head, yeah. <laughs> well, there's, like, a, these genie lamps in his movie theater, and you push a button, and they go, and the girls are inside the genie lamps, and then the stripper oh pole God. comes down. What? It's all automated. So we're, like, having that whole thing. And then next thing you know, the guy was like, oh, hey, man, we got to go. Like, out of nowhere. And we're oh, like, that's yeah. kind of weird, That's dude. suspect. You one dude's you got the puppet. Bail. The other dude's got the bottle of liquor. So they bailed. Yeah, we think they stole it. And that's it was a bummer because cool. you invite guys like that. And you're yeah. like, dude, you've sold a million records. Like, why are you stealing One of those guys is on a podcast right now bragging about how he went to uh, the NSYNC guy's <laughs> house and stole the bottle of liquor that was, yeah. Do you, do you recall out of $10,000? Oh, my God. What was the special one? Dude, when you have it's a good question actually. 70, Seventy-five sorority girls and lots of alcohol and everything going on, you don't remember anything that you're drinking. I was drinking stuff humans probably should not have been drinking. Oh my god! Yeah, like Fireball. Fireball. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not for consumption. Which, by the way, is a favorite of the all-time low guys. And when you're with them, you yeah. have to drink it. Oh, and yeah. it's disgusting and gross. And, and uh, dude. Uh, unless unless Fireball wants to sponsor this podcast. Yeah, hey, Fireball. And then, I'm sorry, that is the best alcoholic yeah. beverage ever. Hold yeah. on. I'm putting them on the list. Of yeah, yeah. Add it to Heineken. You're never going to sponsor Coors us. Light. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, there's some crazy stories. I, I'm just being a little, uh, you know, I got a wife and kid now. So. Yeah. All right. You know, I'm being a little Well, why don't we tell some of those stories while we listen to another song, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Just breathe and let me in I've been waiting too long Don't know how to begin Don't know how you can be strong When all I am And all I've been Is not enough Will you wait for a savior? Come and 
Hey, thanks, guys. Ow. So what's that song about? Uh, you know, it was one of the first songs that I wrote um, after the whole national product thing. Um, and it basically is just about, uh, you know, finding faith um, and not necessarily uh, a religious thing, but just finding uh, faith in, in myself again because I uh, felt really lost. You know, there's a period of time when um, when you've done something and you or you've done something so big and then you're trying to uh, recollect yourself and come back to ground zero and and rebuild and so that that was about that so the lyric you know it starts with uh just breathe and so yeah that's what the name of the song so excellent man so this this is the first time anyone's hearing yeah these tracks yeah so um where's where's it going from here i have no idea nowhere to go but up after debuting on this podcast <laughs> band name <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 we'll start with the band name yeah 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 who knows man um i've i've uh, you know, over the last, um, the last, you know, have seen my daughter be born. Um, I've put a lot of, uh, precedence on being present and not worrying about the future or the mm -hmm. past. And, uh, so I, I have, you know, normally when people start a project, it's like, this is my goal. This is where I want to take this. And especially with the music industry, I feel like I've been there and I've done that. So I'm, I don't have any expectations of where it needs to go or where it should go. I'm just hoping, um, you know, I'll do a reverse Kickstarter. I've already funded the record. It's already done. It's mixed. It's mastered. Uh, the reverse Kickstarter that I'm going to do for this particular project um, is so that I can do something that is important to me. Um, I've always been about giving back. So when you buy an album, you're going to have three options. Um, you're going to give the project originally was called The Rescue, um, which I'm going to release it under. And um, because that's kind of personal to me, I feel like I got rescued through that project. So having a mother that was a cancer survivor, um, always being an advocate for helping homeless people um, and children with cancer. So I'm going to create these rescue bears. If you buy an album, you get to choose one of the packages. And it's one of them. The options is uh, a rescue bear with the album is going to go to um, kids. Wow. Um, uh, the number two is that um, women that are in shelters are going to get care packages. And so I've already started that process. And that could be, you know, like basic necessities for them and their kids. It could be bus tickets. It could be um, toiletries. It could be things like that. And so me and my wife have been working alongside that. And then the third one, um, when I was younger and in the punk scene, there's this thing called food, not bombs. And it was a whole thing where we'd go down to Ala Park and we would make meals for homeless people and feed them. So when you buy a record, um, you're going to give a plate lunch. That plate lunch is going to go to a person in need and your name's going to be on it. We're going to deliver it. So the whole project has nothing to do with me making money. It has nothing to do with wherever it goes. I really don't care. Um, it's all about how can I uh, utilize this platform of being able to make music in my life and having it give me what it's given me and, you know, seeing the world um, to throw it back out into the universe and, and maybe help someone else out. You have come a really long way since partying with NSYNC. <laughs> yeah, You've dude. changed a lot in one song break. You know what, dude? Here, here's the you thing. You are like a totally different person from one song ago. You know, who who I was back then is it, it's, you know, when I was discovering myself and being a young man and hormones and all these things. Uh, there's an evolution, and I'm really grateful that I'm able to recognize my own evolution. And Pay then, attention, Flash. This yeah. is how it's supposed to go. I already tuned him out every, right after the song ended. He's like, marriage? Kids? Uh -uh. Evolution? Out of here. What? If I, if I can interject real quick. I oh, it's Lyle! Lyle! Lyle, Lyle speaks. Woo!
I, I know it's I know it's really difficult for Danny to talk about himself and his music and kind of I mean he's he's confident in a lot of things but his music he's he, he's really very humble about but this album is is really um, an eclectic pop there's all kinds of different influences on it I know he's a classic rock guy he's a pop guy he's a, a punk rock guy but I think not just uh, national product fans will really enjoy these two records but just general fans of music they're there's a lot of variety on there but just keep encouraging him i know he's kind of shame a little bit but man there's some i've spent some time with both of these records and they're really awesome so jesus christ you yeah. finally talk and it's yeah. an infomercial he's how much awesome. are you paying this guy i, I love you lyle lyle's a good dude <laughs> if only my uber driver could say such nice things about me five stars yeah five stars i, I gotta give it up to lyle he's a great guy and uh he was in a band called buckshot shorty and what yeah yeah, you remember that band? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. You should have led with that. Yeah. Way oh, to bury I, the see, lead. Wow. You should, you should talk about the guys in this project. I think that'd be cool, too. Yeah, yeah, the guys in this project. Two of the guys are, you know what, this new thing we're doing is- I didn't is, know uh, that. Oh, that's awesome. Two of the guys are from Buckshot Shorty. One of them um, that was in Buckshot Shorty is also an Upstanding Youth, which is a rap. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you remember them? Yes, yes. of course. And then uh, this other guy, Kamakana, he was in a band called yeah, Fight yeah, the Bully, yeah. and like they were just unreal. He's one of the best guitar players on island. And uh, sick, and then man. Chris. Chris is one of the best drummers yeah. on Island, without a doubt. If people hear Chris, they're gonna try to steal him from Yeah, Chris is kind of like um he's like Travis Barker, but like in an Asian body. You know, so he, he's like doing math while he's playing. He's like I, I like wanna hand him my homework from high school and be like, Brah, can you do this? And he's like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, awesome. He's awesome, dude. All right, so when this project is ready to go, people are going to want to know, how do we find you on social media? What's the best way to keep track of you, the project, the band, and what's happening next? You know, it's weird. I, we don't even have any social media. We don't have anything. And I think uh, maybe the best way is if you follow any of us individual, my name is at Danny Kassler on Instagram. And Lyle, what's your Instagram? Oh, see, he doesn't even have an Instagram. Classic <laughs> Lyle. Classic Lyle. Classic <laughs> Lyle. Yeah, we know, Lyle. Yeah, we got it. We, we, we saw you when you walked in. So I, I guess, I don't know, maybe we'll have to come back if you guys will have us and we'll uh, have a name by then and we'll figure it out. Sounds good. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that weird? That's like that, normally that's bands have like their, their they they've got all that other stuff first yeah. before they even write a yeah. song. They're like, this is what we're going to be called. Yeah. Nah, we're doing it the opposite yeah. way. Awesome. The show this weekend is uh, is it kicks off. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? It's three days. Yep. What time does it open Friday? It opens Friday at three p.m. So you know, it gives but you, I will be there at two p.m. That's right. So he yeah. will be there at 2 p.m., but mm -hmm. basically it's... Flash, by the way, taking the slot I used to have yeah. there at the expo. Yeah, yeah only this time it won't suck. Oh! <laughs> oh, Interesting. snap. Interesting. It's the Pacific Ink and Art <laughs> Expo uh, happening this weekend. Uh, it's ridiculously cheap to get in uh, who are, because who, it's, it's who are, yeah. such who a Who are great... the big celebs, the, the, like the tattoo artists that we need to know about? I mean, you got Megan Massacre from New York, Inc., Bondi, Inc. She's a massive star. You've got Nico Hurtado from L.A., Inc. Who's the hottest one? Oh, I mean... <laughs> Let's get right to the point. My wife. Is, oh, the, is the hottest? Okay, one. Yeah. she's you a know? photographer. Who's the hottest tattoo artist that you're flying in from somewhere else? Um, you know what? Um, fresh meat. <laughs> oh, fresh meat. Yeah. Ma, ma, well, so Masumi Max is not yes. a. Oh. She's not a photographer, no, really. or a tattoo artist, or a photographer, or any of that. Yes. but she's a beautiful girl. Um, people she's so, love she's her. A she's, she's, she's a woman. She's a woman, Danny. Yeah, she's sweet. She will. She's yeah. whip you into shape. Literally. One can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your style, I know. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yeah, we were all at the NSYNC house together, I know. 
<laughs> we were like, another white girl? No, we'll pass. <laughs> we'll pass. <laughs> Too much. Um, but no, I mean, between, you know, there's just, there's a lot of... What about some of the, like, the um, the, the famous, uh, the Polynesian and Hawaiian, like, the real hardcore Polynesian yeah. tattoo um, artists? Yeah, you've got um, the Suluape family is coming in. I mean, if you want to go from the origins of tattoo, I would say it starts there. And then you've got uh, Keone Nunez. You got Keone. That's who I yeah I was getting at. Yeah, yeah. Kili'i Makua. Um, he'll be there as well. There's um, guys coming from Japan and Chile and all these different places that all have taken on um, their culture to bring it and share it here. Which is why it is the largest tattoo expo in the country. I'm going to go with that. All right. You're Possibly you're number what? Number three in the world after well, London and who was, what was I the mean, other one? I, uh, I mean, there's uh, Taiwan, China. And here's the thing. You know, if, if we're going by size... Um, you know, there's well, then don't tell about size. Yeah, yeah. Si- yeah there Clash we go. has been lying about size since yeah. the beginning of time. So I, I go, I go based on experience. Um, okay. You know, the the venue um, is a hundred thousand square feet, so it's it's no small location, but. Um, I, the experience is what I really think makes us one of the best shows on the planet, and um, and that's coming from them. And uh, it generates millions of dollars for the state. They love us um, because they're making money. So, yeah. Johnny, Encore Saloon, let's drink some mezcal. Where do, where do we find you? Uh, you can find us on Hotel Street, right in the corner of Hotel New Uwanu. And, uh, Funny, that's say. where Flash usually finds his Friday night dates, too. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they're even women. Uh, that was, like, earlier before it got cleaned up. Now it's a little nicer yeah. down there. But, okay. you know, we see him wandering around. <laughs> and and you're, uh, for those of you that don't know, you're next to Manifest on the one side and uh, Fett, Fett and on the other. Fett yeah. and that whole new pe- yeah. uh, uh, building on the corner. And then uh, we're excited to say that we're finally launching brunch oh, yes um, august 12th that sunday so we're gonna have chilequiles breakfast burritos uh, uh, yes. oh yeah now as a fancy owner you're not actually behind the bar much anymore <clears throat> what day of the week can we uh, find you tuesdays two dollar tacos taco tuesday <laughs> two dollar tacos two feet tacates and uh yeah you johnny you should trademark the term taco tuesday and then sue the rest of the world that uses taco tuesday <laughs> actually actually uh taco Taco Del Mar already did that. Yeah. They well, did. yeah. Interesting. They're going yeah. down, too. Well, we have a better Tuesday. That's how it originally came out. It's a better Tuesday. Yes. There you go. So. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, Johnny. And, of course, Danny and friends, thank, thank you all you. for coming in. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Lyle. Great to have you here. <laughs> yeah, Lyle. Way to go. <laughs> uh, we got a great show lined up for you next oh, week. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm slacking on my job. Next week, we have uh, the world-famous Dinner on Blanc. Yeah, 2018. What? That's right. Over 2,000 diners. Oh, I got it. Over 2,000 diners. Now, you've got to wear all white. Where you're eating is a secret, but it will be outside, and it's a new spot every year. So we talked to the team behind it and how it all got started internationally because it was an international thing before it it came to the islands. And then we'll find out how uh, the local founder, Malie, who used to own Red Magazine, who I've worked with in the past, and I think you have too back in like our old Flash and Matty Boy days, um, how she came across this and brought it to uh, Hawaii. And hopefully I'm going to get her drunk enough to spill the beans on where the (laughs) new secret location is. You can check out our new podcast every Wednesday afternoon on my blog at star1019.com, the iHeart app, iTunes, quite frankly, anywhere, anyhow you listen to a podcast, just search Maleko and Flash and you will find us.
That's your cue, Maleko. Thanks for coming, everybody. Jesus. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Special mahalo to Tito's for making us funnier. <laughs> and uh, for Naomi Hazelton for being hot. At Pacific Edge Magazine. That's sure fine. <laughs> and uh, look, how do I win my flask cap? I already forgot because I've had too much Tito's. All right, so if you want to win your very own flask cap, which is the new yes. way to enjoy a beverage doing yes. your favorite activity, here's what you've got to do. Take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome if you had a flask cap while you were doing it. So it could be a picture of you hiking Cocoa Head. Yeah. Maybe a picture of you on the beach. Uh, maybe surfing. Maybe if you were on a boat. Ideally... Somewhere where maybe you're not supposed to have the alcohol. Yeah. Or maybe maybe it wouldn't be the appropriate thing. Yeah. Please don't send a picture of of you driving. But if you're a passenger, is that okay? If you're riding in a lift, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Of you riding in a lift, absolutely. So take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome with a flask cap, hiding five ounces of your favorite liquor, where you can mix it up and have a good time. Hashtag Maleko and Flash. Hashtag flask cap. That's, flask cap. Yeah, that's F L A S K A P. If you put those two flash tags or those two hashtags, <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with a new yeah, word for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> flash tags. Put those two hashtags on your post, and uh, we will pick a winner every week to win a flask cap. How dope is that? And if you want to win it, just post it now, and we'll let you know via the Insta. Do it. Hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which which is unlikely, but that's fine. <laughs> but if you did, tell your friends. Yes. How would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work? Really, really good. Look up. You see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right? Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it. You can text your friends. You can copy the link. You could post it on social media. Yeah. Just post it on social media. We don't I'll want you to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm-hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleko. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn still the, talking, if like, you turn the push up. notifications on on your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I've a new show coming up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! <laughs>